Trigger finger. Can you hear him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. Love it, love Fuck it, love it. Love so it. hype right now. Hit this fucking Carson Wentz first touchdown to be scored in the game. Plus 1,200. Now I'm fucking free rolling for the rest of the night. Fucking Thursday night football. Welcome back, people, to the new episode of Short Stacks. Me, Ant, here with Trigger Finger. And I think the theme of tonight's episode is going to be a movie. It's a movie that we've all watched before. It's called Remember the Titans. <laughs> the reason it's Remember the Titans for two reasons. Number one, the teaser Titan might be dead himself. <laughs> and we might have to honor his memory. And number two, I gave you a parlay last week. The Titans and the over. It hit. They're undefeated. And the game of the year, this Sunday, Titans-Steelers. That team is fucking legit. No, they're not. How dare you say I'm dead, dude? I fucking, I'm still got a winning record. Last two weeks is really putting some nails in your coffin, though. Yeah, dude. I mean, everyone hits a little fucking, little cold sprout, dude. I've been, things come up, you know, four-game teaser. You shouldn't expect that to hit. Did it, how, what did I miss? One game in that, too? I think three. <laughs> yeah, get it out now, yeah. Exactly. I think I think three fucking misses on a teaser. That's tough to do. <clears throat> yeah, I lost a lot of money last week. That's for sure. Just kept trying to dig. I haven't even looked at the lines this week. Oh, you don't even know your picks yet? I love the fucking board this week. I fucking love the board. So if you're going to peruse the lines, I'm ready to get right into my fucking picks. Get into your picks, buddy. All right. Like I said, game of the year, Titans, Steelers. Over 51 points. That is way too low. This is lock. Put the farm, the house, your firstborn, everything on over 51 points. If it was 71 points, I would take the over in this game. There is no fucking chance that each of these teams don't score 30 fucking points. This fucking game is going to be a shootout. Two of the top five teams in the NFL fighting for the illustrious who's the best fucking team. These are two of them. Titans, Steelers. Derrick Henry can't be stopped. He sunned him. Chase Claypool on the Steelers. An absolute fucking rookie standout stud. That's what it is. Over 51. Lock, 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 lock. Guarantee. I'll pay for your bets if they lose. Uh, that's a bold thing to say. Garen fucking T. Charles Barkley. Wow, I love the board this week too. Love it. Next pick, Lions plus two and a half over the Falcons. I just think the Falcons are frauds. I think they stink. I think they're in the Jets, Giants, uh, Vikings, Falcons, like all, all those fucking garbage teams. Uh, they're all lumped in. Eagles even, too, are pretty fucking bad. This is, uh, this is going to be a good Thursday night football game. But, uh, yeah, yeah a, real, a real barn burner between the one, two, and one fucking Eagles and the one and three Giants just fucking. And they're all alive for the worst division in the history of football. <laughs> That's a joke. So, yeah, I'll take the Lions with the points, maybe sprinkle in the money line, too. I think they win the game outright. Next pick, give me the Bills minus 12 over the Jets. It's tank for Trevor season. I mean, it's a full on tank for Trevor Lawrence. It's pretty I obvious. Hate I hate that. I, I hate it too. I hate tanking, but I mean it that's that's what it is. I mean they're they're not gonna win the game. And the Bills are coming off two straight losses against big teams, the Chiefs and the uh Titans. Titans, right? And they need to make a statement. They want to show that they're for real, so they're gonna beat up on the Jets here. They're gonna win by like four touchdowns. Uh Chargers minus six and a half. I'm gonna buy a half point. Over the Jaguars, I think Justin Herbert is finally going to finish off a fucking game here. He's played pretty well in the first half the last few weeks, and they've been playing against big teams, the Bucs, uh, the Chiefs. I don't know what other teams they play, but they've played all like really good teams, and they can never seem to close it out. Now they're playing a bad one. He'll close it out. And I got one pick that's not on the card, but it's on the card if it wins, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the Panthers on the money line over the New Orleans Saints. Really? 
What about the provolone? We got a little provolone, tiny provolone parlay. I don't know. There's no. I didn't give a provolone parlay, but I. What I am gonna do is I'm gonna take all my picks and tease them. Tony's teaser. Ah, oh, dude. Welcome to the jungle, dude. It's a dangerous game. <laughs> it is a dangerous game, but seven and three. By the way, just you know, just nails in the coffin with it, four games above five hundred. But whatever. I, you know. I think you went from six and two. To, I was seven and two. The no, you were night you game. were six and zero, oh, and then you lost two, so you went to six and two, and now you just lost once, and now you're six and three. I'm still go back to the. This is a perfect time. Oh, all right, yeah, this is a perfect time for the uh, a little sound bite. What's the sound gonna be? Do I got a do I got a chime? Do I have a bell. <laughs> Hold on. How did that? How did that work? That's our sound. Our sound bite. <laughs> so every, every time I add something in, I'm just gonna play that fucking chomping noise before it. Yeah. Or. And then sound bite it. Fair enough. I could use one of those. <laughs> uh. All right. Is no provolone. No. 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 Tony provolone parlay. No provolone parlay. Which the provolone parlay is two and zero. Oh, by the way. Let's hear your okay. fucking picks. All right, I've got it. Yeah, I want to do another. Well, no, stick to the three games. Get back on. Get back on top. Seven and three. One six and zero. Oh. Now I'm seven and three. Sound bite it from last episode where I fucking I explained I won the Thursday night game, the seventh win. Regardless, okay. Oh, oh, we're counting that night game. Yeah, the Thursday. I forgot night we're game. counting that night game. So then you are seven and three. Thank you. All right. Starting off, uh, the <coughs> Lions, also win, by the Falcons way. game over forty-eight. No problem. No problem. No problem. Hey, no problem. You like Lions Falcons one, right? over forty-eight. Yeah, no brainer. Um, I'm waiting to hear the second pick. Packers plus two and a half against the Texans. Sure, they need to win that game. Yep. Seahawks plus three against the Cardinals. That's uh, that's gonna be a fucking good game. I'm I'm a little worried about that game. And then the Chargers minus one against the Jaguars. Four game teaser. You're going you know back what, take, to the four game. No, no, no. We're going back to three. Back to the basics. We're gonna go with the fucking Lions, Falcons over forty eight. Packers plus two and a half over the Texans. And then the Chargers minus one over the Chargers. Oh, Jesus. Chargers minus one over the Jaguars. Over the Jags. Okay. Locked. Yeah. I, I think the Chargers win that. That's a great pick. You're not interested in Bills minus six over the Jets? No, I'm a Jets fan. Dude, you don't sleep on Darnold, bro. Is he even fucking playing this week? I don't know why he wouldn't be. I mean, because he hasn't been, and they're tanking for Trevor Lawrence? Uh, I just don't. I have a hard time really believing that. Like, I don't, what's wrong with, Don, like, Darnold's good. I don't. No, I, I think he's good, too. But I it seems to be that the Jets are so bad that, Trevor Lawrence might be better than Darnold, and you might be able to trade Darnold for something, some weapon that Trevor Lawrence can use next season. Yeah, I think that's the goal, too. I'm glad. All right, so, yeah. You know, I'm going to throw another teaser in, too, because I like the board a lot. Love the board. Chiefs minus three and a half against the Broncos. I like the Broncos. Seahawks plus three against the Cardinals. Really want to do over 39 in the Bills-Jets game, but... Uh, the Jets might get shut out. I think I'm going to go with the Panthers plus 13. Yeah, I like that too. I mean, I I don't know why the Panthers line is seven points. I feel like they shouldn't be that big of underdogs. Yeah, and the Saints suck. I know. That's why I think they might be able to squeeze that game out. They might be able to do it. That's such good value, plus 250. Uh, I was on a hiatus. I told myself after Ooh, losing. Giants just scored. I didn't see what happened, but they just scored. 14 points. Beautiful. 7-7. Seven, seven. I fucking lost half a paycheck last week, and I told myself I'm done. I'm done. I'm on a hiatus. No betting. It's just like it's a hiatus till Sunday. That's that's what a hiatus is. I'm no longer gambling unless it's on Sunday. I think that's people get that. Like that's That's an addict way of saying, you know what? We're done. We won't bet every night. Right, I quit drinking, but once the weekend rolls around, right. I didn't quit drinking anymore. Right, yeah, I'm, I will lose the same amount of money in the in the week, 
But it's all going to be on Sunday. It's not going to be on so, Monday. So it's like excuse. Right. 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 The shovel will be dug one day a week. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's it. Lock it in. Tease a Titan. Back from the dead. Remember the Titan. <laughs> uh, that's so... Dude, I'm not Gary Bertier, all right? I'm fucking... I'm alive and well. I'm fucking Julius Campbell. All right? <laughs> fucking strong well, side. Well said. Well fucking said. All right. Speaking of football, though, did I tell you I'm coaching? I am now the official coach of the Blackhawks uh, <laughs> Pop Warner football team in Philadelphia. I did hear that, but how are you coaching if you're in New Hampshire? Well, starting in January... Me, my brother, my two buddies from college, who are also my colleagues, will be uh, will be in Philadelphia. One will be in Pittsburgh, and on weekends, I'm gonna I'm gonna run New Hampshire from Philadelphia during football season. I'm gonna coach these fucking youngsters up, dude. Oh, you're gonna whip those fucks into shape. They have no fucking idea, and I and like I know a lot of you are thinking like Max, how are you gonna deal with these innocent black kids? No problem. I'm the white knight. I I've been there. And I, I was around, I've been around the block. All right, I, I, I'm gonna get like the they've they've already heard of you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, two days into Philadelphia, it was my city. You know, I didn't become one with Philadelphia. Philadelphia became one with me. And I, right, and like I, the the kids are like, oh, you got a new coach, Coach Troiano, and they said who? And he said, you ever hear of the White Knight? And they said, oh, we know him. He's a Titan. Oh uh, yeah, we whoa, the White Knight. We're, we're fucking blessed. Yeah, you are. They're gonna be doing fucking jumping jacks, spelling trigger finger. Fuck How it. old are these kids? They're going to be eight years old. We're going to coach them for two years, <laughs> eight to ten. And they're going to be fucking – I hear the color white. If it's not if it's not followed by night, fucking they're running, dude. Fucking – I'm telling you, and I know the perfect game plan. We're going to run this triple option, right? These fucking – so much misdirection. I'm just going to have kids fucking motioning like crazy. And these little fucking eight-year-olds on this defense are just going to be so confused, all wound up, and we're going to be running fucking circles around them. And I'm going to be yelling at the kids on defense, too. Like, you've got no shot. No shot. Fucking screaming in our headphones. I'm going to have my brother in the in the, uh, in the the booth with me. Fucking just drawing it up in the sand. We're going to get the quarterback some swag. We're going to teach him how to fucking walk onto that field. Maybe get him a visor. No, really just... I mean, you get, you get one little... One pro kid. One kid who just thinks he's really good. And you find a way to give him the ball every time. And then the genius of it all is we're going to hire all their parents. They're all going to come and work for Independence Care for a dollar more than what we hire that, what we hire everybody else at. And we're just going to make deals with them. Like, hey, listen, you want Joey to get 15 touches this game? You got to promise me he gets 170 yards. And if he does, 50 cent bump on the next paycheck. I got you. But (laughs) if little fucking Trevarius fucking gets under 100 rushing yards, I don't know what to tell you. I can't, you know, you're, you're out of work this week. You're going to lose a dollar an hour. You're going to go from 13. Or you're going to be out of work this week. Yeah. Like, hey, listen, you, I mean, that's what, then, then they're coached on and off the field. Right. It's like they're not only coached at practice when they go home, they're getting coached as well. Yeah. Like you better fucking run for under, they're going to run for under 50 yards. If their parents are breathing down their neck, they need that paycheck to get the next fucking, you know, bag of dope, you know, the climb to five. They need, the parents need the dope. So in return, they're gonna whoop their kids' ass. The kids gonna run for two hundred yards. We go undefeated. They're... So you're talking about like you're coaching crack babies. Yeah, I mean, dude. Yeah, I mean they're gonna be a little fucked up, I'm sure. But how else do you get motivated in life? You know, you need a little. They need a little incentive. Whatever it is, you know, I'll, I'll pick the motherfuckers up and bring them to practice. No problem. Coach Triggerfinger. Oh, right, so what are you gonna uh, get? Like a little white van or something? Yeah. And just, just walk around, and when you see a little eight-year-old on the side of the road, just pick him up in your van? Yeah, we might circle the blocks of North Philly and do a little recruiting ourselves. Yeah, I was going to say, you're going to end up picking up some kids that aren't even on the team. Yeah. They're and, just looking to get away. Yeah, and I I met a guy who makes fake uh, he makes fake college certificates, college diplomas. I'm sure I can get a kid to make, you know, get a guy to make fake uh, birth certificates. Be like, hey, I know you're Right, I you know pick you're... up like a 13-year-old. Yes, yeah. And he'll be playing quarterback. We won't have, we won't have a ton of thirteen-year-olds saying they're eight. We'll just have like a handful. The guys who are getting the ball, right? Like like a skinny one who's real quick, right? And a, a tall one who can play quarterback. Yeah, and then a lineman, and then we'll get a little hefty motherfucker in there. And... Yeah, short, fat one. Yeah, yeah, really disperse it out. Just three teenagers on the 
eight under league. Yeah, and they'll be like, well, ten under league. The birth certificate's not going to be written in crayon. It'll be printed out, pristine. Here it is. Don't look at it too hard. You know what I mean? So you start coaching in January. January spring training. Yep, yep, yep. Spring training in January. Yes. Training camp in January. Yeah, they have spring football. It's dynamite. No snow in Philadelphia. No snow. City that never snows. Those motherfuckers are going to be pulling my car. Strap like reindeer. Just fucking strapped to my car. You want to get better, kids? Get the fuck on the car. Let's go. You're running to practice. Is there a chance you get fired from this job? From being too tough on the children? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think, well... Well, Do you have like a like a good cop bad cop type of thing like uh Yeah. Yeah. I well I'm going to be the hard ass, but we've got a coddle coach. So we're going to come down like fucking like I don't know. We're going to come down like Jesus Christ himself on these guys. Just fucking hard as nails. And then you know, we'll have the blonde dragon, my friend Kyle. He's a little soft as it is. He's got he's a little jello inside, so he'll come around after 20 minutes, put his arm, "Hey, you know, we want we just want you to be better, you know, not for our sake. You know, we want you to have two hundred yards for your mom's. You're, you're better than that. You know, you're, you're better. better than that. You're a good player. You're, you're an integral part of the team. Yeah, this is this is about life, kid. This isn't about football, huh? Don't you want to be better than everybody else at life? I'm trying to teach you, and then you kind of you make sure the parents hear that. You make sure the league commissioners hear those conversations. And then they're like, oh, these guys really know what's best. And you just kind of sweep under the rug that we're incentivizing the parents to make sure the kids fucking, you know. I mean, I might be gambling on the games, too. I think that's what I'm really in it for. So we're going to we're gonna have to text Gilly and see if he could get lines on that game. Yeah. Well, I heard, I heard actually, the people in, Pop, um, in Philadelphia, they bet heavy on the Pop Warner kids. So I think I might be my own. Shut the fuck up. Soon. Yeah, I'm dead serious. <laughs> dead serious. <laughs> Nah, dude, you know those stories where people are, like, whispering to the kids, like, hey, if you score this next touchdown, I'll give you 100 bucks. I think that's where it actually happens. You're telling me that they're betting on eight-year-old football. Dude. Like it's rigged. Like they're rigging it. The Blackhawks 13U team, we're coaching the 8U team. Last year, the 13U team won the national championship for Pop Warner. They're the real deal. Jesus Christ! I know they. Uh, we called the guy, the commissioner. We're like, we're like, you hey, should get like, these fucking people listening to the podcast. We'll give our picks on here about the fucking Pop Warner games. Oh, I'll be like, hey, listen, just so you know, if you want to bet on Travarius, I'd bet he's gonna have over 120 yards because I told his parents that they're not gonna have a job, and um, you know, maybe I would call the fucking um, child. What is it called? Child? Like, I may or may not call child safety services if Travarius doesn't run for 150 yards. So, I bet you he runs for a two hundred if I make that little, you know, little deal. Jesus Christ! We're teaching the kids, dude. We're teaching the kids. But yeah, that's what I'll be doing. <laughs> <in January. laughs> oh, dude, did I tell you like the the urine? Not to get too off track, but the urine stories followed me. My boss found out. Your boss found out that you got pissed on. Yeah. So allegedly. Allegedly, yeah, yeah, yeah. I told him the fake story. Well. I hinted at, he called me the day after it happened and I was like, yeah, like this happened. And like, I don't know, he's not my, he's my boss, but he's not the CEO who I'm also very close with, but the CEO called and I was like, yeah, he's like, Hey, so I was, you know, you've been meeting any girls? I'm like, no, you know, he's, I was like, no, I hung out with one girl from AA a while back. He's like, oh yeah. Uh, is that the one that pissed on you? I was like, ah. <laughs> Like Jesus, no! I did. Who told you that? Because I was lying about it. I made it up for the sake of the, you know, for the sake of the joke. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, you made it up. Yeah, that's an interesting thing to make up, don't you think? Well, no, I, I think that seems pretty up my alley to make something like that up for a good laugh. Unbelievable. How'd your uh, costume party go? Dude, I was just about to get into that, dude. So my fucking alumni weekend, dude, it was so sick. 15 of us in a fucking house. Dude, we fucking, we shot a music video in the house. I saw it. You saw that? You saw the pop star? Yeah. Dude, we, we, we literally shot a pop, the pop star music video. We did the remake of it in the house. Dude, we trashed the place. We're playing with the woman's kid, her fucking 
kids' toys. We're riding scooters around the fucking house. We're fucking wearing their clothes, playing with the stuffed animals, fucking just trashing the entire fucking Airbnb that we're in. Monday comes, I mean, Sunday comes. We clean up the place a little bit. We there, there was so much fucking trash, empty cans, empty bottles, fucking food, plates, cups, fucking anything you can imagine. And the fucking host of the Airbnb, Daniel was very respectful of my home and left it in very good back anytime. Little did she know we shot an entire music video in her crib. Well, you guys cleaned up afterwards pretty good? I mean, yeah, I mean, it wasn't perfect. I mean, we didn't mop. But I mean, we threw, we took all of our trash. We threw it out. I mean, put all her son's toys back in his closet. Nice. It was a great weekend. And then uh, I drove home Sunday, and my serotonin couldn't have been lower because I was just driving back to go home and be by myself and not see my friends for another fucking few months. It was yeah, you very some, depressing. Was what's her face there? The one who was on the, who. on the podcast. Oh yeah, Raina was there. Yeah, you should tell Raina I said hi. Sure. Is that who's your little friend? The guy's smaller than you and dating the chick who's like six two. Yeah, Diner. He was he played uh, Justin Bieber in the uh, in the pop star video. <laughs> How, I know I don't get that. How is he dating a girl that much tall? I mean, like that's like almost a two foot difference. Eh, it's fucking baller, bro. No, I just I. How do you feel about dating someone taller than you? I I dated a tall chick before. I dated a girl who was like five ten. Wow, really? I mean, I have. I mean. She wasn't that much taller. She was like an inch taller. But, I mean, the ego just doesn't do. I mean, it. not that they can. I, I think that, that boosts my ego, to be honest. Like, oh, see this tall bitch? Like, she. Like, she doesn't even care that I'm short. She she likes it. How about that? <laughs> yeah, she. <laughs> she likes to have me in her pocket whenever she needs it. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> think, look, at, look at this tall girl that, that these all these six footers couldn't get. Oh. The five four guy got her. Ah, oh, I like that too. Love it. I love tall girls, bro. But I need to get to one story that to me stands out from the alumni weekend, which was it was just so ridiculous. So we party Friday night and Saturday afternoon. We have a reservation at a vodka distillery to go for a vodka tasting. Sure. I wake up. I'm so hungover. I'm like, fuck this. I don't, I'm not even a big vodka guy. So I'm like, fuck this. I'll drive to the distillery. I'll do my DDing, do my little uh, good deed for the week. And then for the night, for the night trip, when we have, uh, we had a dinner, I was like, fuck that. I'm going to be drunk for dinner. I'm not driving to dinner. Fuck that. So I drive to the vodka distillery and we sit down. And I don't know if you know, but in New York, there's like these new COVID 19 laws that like, any place that serves alcohol as their main, I guess, attraction, they also have to serve food. Have you heard of this? No. Yeah, it was a new law. So, like, if you're a bar, you can't be open unless you also serve food. Interesting. So, this fucking distillery normally didn't serve food. So, we didn't know that. We thought there was going to be food at this place. So, we get there. And we're starving. It was, it's 1 o'clock in the afternoon. We haven't fucking had anything to eat all day. Like, we're all hungover. So we get there, and we sit down, and they give us these big menus. And they're like, oh, like, where's where's the food? And they're like, oh, sorry. Like, I forgot. And the waiter reaches in his pocket and hands me, like, a fucking piece of paper the size of a sticky note. And he's like, these are all our food options. <laughs> so there's, like, maybe six things on the list. And he's like, yeah, you have to order at least one for the full table in order to get drinks. So we're like, Oh, we're hungry. That's fine. Like we're going to order food. So the guy leaves and we're looking and there's like a few things on there. So like the one thing we look at, there's like, Oh, cheese sticks. So we're like, Oh, that's cool. Like probably like mozzarella sticks. <laughs> so, so the guy comes back and we're like, yeah. Uh, so the cheese sticks are those, is that like a, essentially a mozzarella stick? And he's like, the guy looks at us and he goes, well, have you guys ever had cheese its before? And we're like, excuse me. He goes, yeah, you ever had Cheez-Its before? They're pretty much uh, just glorified Cheez-Its. I was like, so you're telling me these Cheez-Its are just like crackers? He's like, yeah, they're like longer Cheez-Its. They taste exactly like Cheez-Its. So we're like, uh, what What the fuck? Like, all right. So then we go to the next item on the list, and it says seasonal vegetable plate. So my friend Andrea goes, what comes in the seasonal vegetable plate? The guy looks at her and goes, cherry tomatoes. <laughs> so she fucking 
spits in the waiter's face, hysterically fucking laughing. Like, we all start, like, fucking giggling. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry that I'm laughing. That was just really funny. (laughs) And this guy standing there like, can you guys please order? Like, I just work here. The next thing I was like, so what are you going to tell me? The roasted nuts is just a pack of planters or and we're just fucking goofing on the guy. Like just fucking every item on the list that they and this is the thing that starts to bother me is like, I understand you don't serve food normally, but why don't these businesses just embrace the law and try to make money with it? It's not that hard. They're like five or six dishes on the menu and actually try to make money for it. Like, why do they have to like, uh bite their nose to spite their face you know what i'm saying sure sure yeah like, so you, you could it. you can adapt and just start serving a little food instead of calling something a fucking vegetable medley and it's cut up fucking tomatoes yeah so the only thing to do is be complete assholes about it and no i get it yeah i mean you're serving 16 dollar drinks in a fucking snifter with an agave straw and you're gonna fucking pair it with a nabisco cracker like i just don't fucking understand like, if you're an upscale vodka distillery serving me these fucking fancy drinks, at least give me a nice amuse-bouche to fucking eat it with. Oh, amuse-bouche. And amuse-bouche. Like, I don't want to eat it with fucking Cheez-Its and tomatoes and fucking planters peanuts. Like, you couldn't do, like, a spinach and artichoke dip. You couldn't do chips and salsa. You couldn't do something. <laughs> you don't need a kitchen to do fucking half these appetizers that places have. So you, you can guys, take it a step guys, above going down to fucking Stop and Shop and just picking up a couple groceries. You guys couldn't eat before you came? We didn't fucking know this place wasn't going to have food. I have a hard time believing the vodka distillery is the one, you know, is known for fucking, you know, their... Uh, I didn't think they were steam. known for their fucking food, but I thought they at least, at least they have fucking something. All right, so you set false expectations on, uh, on, on the restaurant and you're upset that they weren't met. You know, just delirious expectations. I get it. I get it. No, I mean, I think the restaurants just, even if we weren't expecting to eat, what kind of place is going to have the audacity to call something a seasonal vegetable plate and it's only cherry tomatoes? Right. How do you call something cheese sticks and it's Cheez-Its? Would it have made a difference if they called the cherry tomato plate a plate of cherry tomatoes? Yes, but they would never do that because that's fucking ridiculous to serve a plate of cherry tomatoes at any establishment. Who would ever fucking order that? So that's why I don't understand why can't these businesses just fucking actually serve some type of real food instead of half-assing it and you have a bunch of fucking people there goofing on you because you look like a fucking moron when you're serving roasted nuts and it's fucking planter's peanuts. Yeah, fuck that waiter. I can't believe that fucking asshole didn't go up, go to upper management like, we need fucking change. No, I mean, he agreed with us. He was like, yeah, the owner, you know, he really doesn't want to serve food and he's mad about the law. Like, oh, like, you're a fucking idiot then. You should just fucking whip something up. Like, it's not that hard to create a few different dishes to put on your menu. Right. It's not. Yeah. It's just. It's simply not that hard. <laughs> it's simply not. I can see it. I can and see that's it. All, and the, that's all. I, I mean, especially when you're going to serve me a sixteen dollar drink. Right. You could at least have a couple cucumbers on the plate of cherry tomatoes. Right. It, really. If it's if you're gonna call it a vegetable plate, cut up tomatoes and cucumbers and some carrots and have a little fucking dip in the middle. At least it's. Right. At least right. it shows me you're trying. Right. Yeah, and if not that, a fucking nice plate of spinach artichoke dip with some crostinis and some, you know, some nice chips. I mean, if you have lobster, too. I'm not asking for too much, but some lobster would be fucking Yeah, and yeah, a little surf and turf, you know, tuna tartare. Jesus Christ. Fuck. Balls on these guys, huh? Yeah, I hope that place goes out of business. It fucking sucked. Fucking piece of shit. And and, and to to your point, you didn't even get to drink. No. Did I mean, you? I spent no money, which was fine. You didn't DDD? You just DD'd? Just DD. Oh. I mean, I was also wildly hungover from the night before. Right. Needed some food. This yep. is what sparked the anger a little bit. Yeah. I mean, the, the whole table, it was funny. And we had to split into two tables of seven because you can't sit more than 10 at one table because right. of the COVID laws. COVID. So, big C. Yep. 
So we had seven at my table and seven at the other. And like everyone at my table is complaining. And then I go to mingle with the other table and they're all like so excited to be there and try all these drinks and stuff. And like, they didn't even care about, they all ordered like, they ordered one fucking like little appetizer for the whole table. They didn't even care about the food. And like my table sitting there like Googling, like trying to find DoorDash to deliver to the fucking distillery. Wow. It's just a tale of two cities, two tables. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, it sounds like a real fucking, real pickle you guys were in. It was unbelievable, man. I never experienced anything like it. Uh, that's But fun. yeah, that was, uh, we had a fun fucking weekend. Hilarious weekend. And then, uh, you know, I'm just all depressed now because I'm by myself. Yeah. Let me ask you something. You come check out a game if I'm fucking coaching these kids? I would for sure fucking come down and check out a game. I Especially if I could bet on it. Yeah, I just don't. I mean, I'll take the bets. I'll be I'll be with the parents taking bets before the game. I'll be there a couple hours early, seeing the turf. Maybe yeah, be yeah. like, do you take cashier's checks for payment? We take it. Oh yeah, we, we we take it all. And if you want, they're gonna be betting like cigarettes. Dude, that's what I'm all about. And I might, dude, I might tie, you know, I might tie these kids' shoes up a little loose if someone's supposed to, you know. If this guy's betting, and if I got the under on this kid, and he's looking like he's going to get close, I'm just going to, hey, why don't you come here real quick? Well, well, you could just pull him out of the game, no? Yeah, we don't want to make it too obvious. We're just going to hurt him. We're just going to untie his shoes. Go, hey, go run, you know, go run in that direction over there where there yeah, might be a you, you know, you could, are you play calling? Oh, my play calling, dude. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, of course. I mean, start, if, you, if the running back's getting close to his yardage, just start passing. Yeah. No, True. True. Uh, yeah. If the quarterback's thrown too many touchdowns, just run the ball. Run clock. It's gonna be. A, it's gonna be a craftsmanship. You're gonna make more money at this job than your other job. Yeah. Yeah. Just completely manipulating the whole thing. We're gonna be winning games. It's gonna be tricky. We're gonna have to win games. Make sure I win my bets. And it's gonna be like fucking Pete Rose. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm obviously not gonna bet on my team because I can't predict that outcome. So. <laughs> We They're going to call you Pete Rose of the Philadelphia Pop Warner Football League. Yeah. I'm not going to get caught. I'm the white knight. No. White survivor. White survivor. They're going to love me over there. They're going to have me on fucking signs, picking up their kids. Let's go, buddy. I might even uh, – you know what I think, too, is bribing the kids with, like, hey, you want a new pair of cleats? Like, why don't you leave – why don't you leave the uh, – the, uh, I don't know the Falcons over in West Philadelphia. Come on over to us. Uh, I saw you. I saw you run to your mom the other day. You look like you got some wheels on you. Let's uh, let's get you on our team. You're gonna be uh, what do they call it? It's a p word. Uh, poaching kids from other teams. Yeah, I mean, dude, we're playing for keeps. We're trying to win here, so you know. Might have to go to a couple other states, you know. Yeah, we're gonna be recruiting. It's. I think it's more about printing the false birth certificates. I think that's what winning is. Winning is cheating. In little league sports, yeah, I mean, gotta have a couple twelve-year-olds out there. All right, um, I was gonna have a simp segment. Um, a fan of the podcast, this girl loves the she loves the podcast, loves the simp segment. She particularly likes hearing the male perspective of it because she realize she knows she she understands how insane the girls are at a young age. But I, I'll be honest, when she said that, I was like, yeah, you. Definitely, girls are insane. But I think about it is like the guys are the ones simping. So I would love to hear her story. She didn't get it to me in time, so I have to, you know, I have to say my sim segment. But I would love to skip the sim segment this week. No sim segment this week. I cut it out, and we'll come back with good ones next week, and we go into close calls. Close calls. Yep. I have a, I have a great one about John Maga. You know, what if we tell it on this episode, and then we quiz him about it when he's on the podcast? Ah. Uh. Yeah, you're gonna have to oh quiz him. You're gonna have to Fucking quiz him. Giants just threw a pick, dude. You're gonna have to quiz him because I, 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 it was awkward. It was real awkward when it happened. Um, you want me to go first? How good is your close call? You want me to wrap it up? You want me to go first? All right. So, by the way, all right, we'll get John McGon next week. Before, before the sim segment, I mean, before the close calls, did you see what's been going on with me on the uh, on my Snapchat with the? Uh, with this oh, I forgot. I almost forgot to bring that up. Yeah. The fucking fake, uh, the fake sugar mama. Yeah. She offered me $1,500 on. So obviously I knew this was not, this is not real, but I'm going to play along for with the, this. for the sake of entertainment. Right. 
She's like, oh, you want to make $1,500 allowance? I just messaged back, like, want to get touched? I'll touch you. <laughs> Fucking a lot of traction on that one. And then we've been messaging back and forth. She tried to video chat me. I asked her for nudes. She sent me a picture that she was, like, in a conference and, like, somewhere. And then, you know. Clearly a Fugazi Google picture. <laughs> yeah, and some girl sent me the, the exact same picture off of Google Images. I was like, beautiful. I had, like, a team of detectives on this. Like, one girl messaged me. She's like, hey, so I, I looked up the girl's name. I found her on Instagram. Like, the first videos of this person saying she got, she gave $400 and one got 50000 out of it. I was like, oh, dude, sounds like a dynamite deal. Like, I should, all I want to do is meet this person. Like, I want to just be like, hey, I'll give you my credit card information. Can I just meet up? Like, I don't care if you are who you say you are, but, like, I just want to meet you. What do you think the person actually looks like? I'm thinking he's, like. It's, it's, I mean, it's obviously a dude. It's got to be a guy. 5'8", pushing 300 pounds. And I think, like... Do you think it's a dude in the U.S.? Or do you think it's, like, one of those Nigerian scams? Oh, well... Knows, like, Nigerian scams, like, little hack into, like, one of your friend's emails and then send it to you, like, oh, like, I'm... I lost my passport. I'm on vacation. Can you wire me $1,000 so I could go to the embassy or some shit? Yeah, like oh, the, oh, the princess. Like, set, can you send me five hundred dollars? The print, the Nigerian princess is about to get assassinated, and I need it to pay off the security. Yeah, like, do you think this is like Patel in Bangladesh, <laughs> like trying to fucking siphon money out of you? I, I mean, I hope not. I'd rather it was some fucking geriatric fuck from like you know middle Pennsylvania who wants to like meet up with me. But either way, I just, for the sake of the story, I just want to, like, video chat with them or, like, just find a way. Yeah, it's just, you know, we're teasing it for now. Let's see where it goes for right. next week. Right. Keep the connection right. going. Exactly. All right. Go into your close call. All right. Close call. So, junior year of high school, history class. That's my thing. Study history in college. So, I was in, for some reason, the regular like standard history class when I probably should have been in like the honors or the AP right. one. You really, you really right. so, Alexander the Great. Right. Well, it was American history. So I really knew about Alexander Hamilton, but sure. So I, I, it was like probably the second half of the year. I have like a hundred average in this fucking class. Like I don't even have to try. I don't have to pay attention. I, I know everything in this class. And you also have to realize in high school up until senior year, I was like, the goody two shoes. Like I've never been in trouble before. Never detention. Very good student. Like kept quiet, kept to myself. Didn't really evolve my personality much until senior year of high school. So the teacher loves me. I mean, anytime you need to fucking let no one in the class paying attention, I'm fucking answering all the questions, fucking blah, blah, blah. So it's probably around like, I don't know, February, March of the school year. In the back of the class, anytime class would end early, me and some of like the kids who were uh, a little on the edge, we'd go in the back of the class and we played dice and we fucking gamble on dice in the back of the classroom. So we weren't even like playing CeeLo or anything though. We weren't even you know what the fuck we we're doing. We're literally just rolling dice. We're each throwing in like a dollar. We're trying to we're trying to afford a fucking five dollar wrap at lunch, and we're fucking we're in the back of class. Fucking throwing a dollar each, and whoever throws the higher highest number just takes all the money. So I'm sitting there, and uh, I'll change the last name. So I'm sitting there with Rob Smith, Connor Smith, and Mike oh, Smith. Oh, the Smith brothers. Yeah, the th- the, the Smith triplets. <laughs> uh, the, the Smiths, Rob, Mike, and Connor. And this might have been a big, it might have been like, we're playing for a little while, throwing dollars, and this hand, everyone throws fives on it. Like, it was fucking crazy. Like, we were fucking, like, it was as if we're putting, like, hundreds or thousands into it. Like, we're betting on the Pop Warner game right. or something. So, we used to throw fives on it. It's my roll. I first roll. I roll two. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, it was, like, the last five I had, too. So, I was like, I'm not going to be able to eat lunch today. <laughs> I'm going to go hungry. I'm going to starve. But, I mean, this is why I have a gambling podcast now. It, it stems from this. So next kid, it was Mike. Mike fucking rolls one. Rob fucking rolls two. I'm like, oh, if you tied, anyone who tied re-rolls. So he rolls a two. And then fucking Connor's going last. And he's like, oh, all I got to beat is a two. 
he fucking fucking rolls his dice in his hand, fucking goes one. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, no way. I went first with a two and I win. So it's me and fucking Rob. We're going to fucking break the tie for 20 fucking dollars. Could buy the whole fucking cafeteria. <laughs> big money. Big fucking money. No whammies. Big, big fucking money. So he, we do rock, paper, scissors. He rolls first. He rolls a five. I'm just like, oh, you motherfucking yeah, cocksucker. How could you beat a five? I'm just like, yep, I can't, I can't fucking win now. So I, I just take the dice, I fucking toss it, pissed off. I roll a fucking six, bang, fucking win all the money. I fucking jump up in the back of class, everyone's screaming. And the teacher looks over and goes, hey, what, the, what are you guys, what are you guys gambling back there? And we're like, no, 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 what are you talking about? Like, we're, we're just playing a game back here. He goes, there's no gambling allowed in school. And this teacher was like kind of a fucking hard ass. Right, your best friend. So we're, right, but he's my best friend. So I'm like, don't, I don't think he's going to fucking do anything. He's not going to say anything. So this is probably like fourth period or something. Fifth period, I have lunch. Sixth period goes by. We're, we're walking in the next class. They have announcements. And I hear over the announcements, this teacher, and he goes to the principal's office now, Mike Smith, Connor Smith, and Rob Smith. <laughs> holy fuck like are you fucking kidding me i didn't get called like what the fuck just happened like how did i <laughs> like i clearly know they're getting called for gambling so and like i said i was like such a good kid like if i got in trouble like i would have been like sweating like walking the fucking i would have shit my pants fucking walking in the principal's office yeah. like i, I would have been legit scared I never you would have really disgraced the rest of the teacher's pets you know worldwide right well no i mean I, it wasn't along the lines of teachers no, pets. No, it no. wasn't Just best friends with the teacher yeah only the history teachers. <laughs> he he was my boy. The narc the narc of the teachers was your best friend. Yeah. This guy, the boy. Hundred average in the class. <laughs> so he all three of them get called down to the office and fucking they all get like detention or some shit and they like come after me like Terry, what the fuck? Why don't you get called down? Why don't you get called down? What the fuck? And like obviously they're like cool kids, so they're not gonna fucking rat me out or anything. Like I knew like once they left, like, I was like, oh, fuck, I guess I'm good. Like, they're not going to fucking rat on me. They're like, dude, Terry, what the fuck? I was like, dude, I don't know. Maybe he didn't fucking see that I was gambling with you guys or anything. But I know, deep down, I never talked about it, but I know my boy didn't fucking rat me. He said, Anthony Latiri, 100 average in the class. Don't want to break that connection we got. I'm not going to rat him after the principal. I get away with gambling. I won the fucking rolls, too. Got five raps at lunch. Said fucking. Yep. I ate fucking good. I ate like yeah. a king. I ate a fucking, you know, seasonal vegetable plate, some cheese sticks, some planters peanuts. Oh, yeah. All the kids in the cafe were like, look at this guy. He knows Abraham Lincoln's look at birthday. This, look at this guy over here. Raps. What did he just come from, a vodka distillery? <laughs> hey, don't, don't look at me. So, I yeah, know, that's hey, it. It's not my fault. I know fucking... Abraham Lincoln's birthday, like. Forget about yeah, here I am now, fucking six years later, fucking giving picks in a pod. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> uh, all right. So, you I guess I got to set Hunt the table. Carson Wentz people... is horrible. So, John McGaugh is going to be on this podcast maybe next week if it's not your friend. He's going to be on the podcast soon. For those of you who don't know John McGaugh, this is in Australia. He's, uh, out of, how do I say it? Um... He's one of the most interesting men in the world. <laughs> yeah, one day he's he's a off. nice guy, one of the best guys we one of the best guys we know, but he's a little yeah. out there. No, genuinely a great guy, but yeah, one I mean Monday he swore he's done eating, he's never eating red meat again, like he's done with it. Tuesday morning comes along, he's got six steaks laid out, and he's ready to fucking dig into some prime rib. Yeah, one one moment we're we're sitting in his fucking living room, we're all watching a movie, all hanging out. He gets up. Changes his outfit, just goes to leave. John, where are you going? Heading out, <laughs> and just leaves. Doesn't doesn't say a fucking he's word. A, Heading he's out. He's a big fan. He's a big fan of screaming in the gym too. Like if you're not lifting that much weight, but it's enough, you know, it's enough to maybe get you to grunt. He'll scream it out. Just John McGaugh, you know, John McGaugh. Right. So over those three little synopses, that's. Kind of encompasses yeah. John McGaugh. Yeah, and he also jerks off. I think he confessed twice a day, which those are rookie numbers in this racket. But you know, I mean, you got to do what you got to do to stay fucking aligned during the day. And if it takes two, it takes two. You know, 
take two and hit the right. <laughs> so um, one day we're about to go on a trip um, in Australia. We're like, we're all, I think we're all about to head to the beach for the day. Um, you know, do a little surf and whatever. And it's just me, our, my buddy, Zach, who's also John Maga's roommate. And uh, it's just us in the room. So it's just us two. I mean, us three. And I can't remember how it was brought up, but I I jokingly said, like, yeah, like, dude, I mean, yeah, maybe I've clicked on gay porn and, you know, watched it through. And he's like, dude, no, you have not. You have not clicked on gay porn. And I saw the look in his eye. So I was like, oh, like, all right, well, I'll run with this, you know. <laughs> and maybe, and you know what, to, to my point, like maybe I did click on gay porn and maybe I did watch it through. Maybe I was curious. So fuck you if you think, you know, but I was like, dude, like, John, you haven't watched gay porn before. Like, dude, like everyone's watched gay porn. And he's like, dude, you are so fucked up, dude. Like, no, and I was like, Zach, like, Zach, you this guy, like you've watched gay porn. He's like, yeah. Like I've jerked off. He's like, I was like, yeah, that's a given. If you walked, if you watched it, you definitely jerked off to it. Like, it's porn. Like, of course you're gonna jerk off to it. And he's just like mind, like, dude, what the fuck? You guys are fucked. I'm like, John, dude, like everybody watches gay porn. Like everyone knows. Like you, you've got to try it. Like, I was like, like it's like watching lesbian porn, dude. Like you've never clicked on it and just you know pulled one to like it's the same thing. It's like, dude, but those are two chicks. Like, that's hot. I'm like, yeah, like, yeah, two. It's the same thing. Two guys is hot. Like, you never even looked at it. Like, how do you? What are you so creeped, creeped out about? He like gets out of his chair. He's like, dude, I can't believe I'm hearing this. I'm like, bro, like, you know, you're. So he moved there. He lives. His roommate in college also went to Australia with him and his housemate. But he's out of the house right now. I'm like, dude, his name's Sam. I'm like, you know, Sam like watches gay porn frequently. Like. I, like we talk about it he's like dude shut the fuck up like no he doesn't and like i can see in his face he's starting to get a little like a little upset like he he really believes what i'm saying i'm like dude yeah like john like dude sam like yeah me and sam have watched gay porn like you know one time we were talking about it and we just kind of like went to different rooms like we've all watched gay porn and we jerked off to it and he's like dude shut the fuck up like that's not fucking like no he hasn't like, he was getting heated to the point where yes. he was going to fight. Yes. So, finally, like, it gets to a point where I'm like, bro, like, John, I didn't mean to piss you off. Like, dude, I just thought you've watched gay porn before. Like, we all have. And it gets in my face. Hold on. This car's pulling up to me right now. He's probably going to ask me what I'm doing. Like, dude. Oh, God, you want to hear this? It's going to go on the podcast. What is well, it? Might be, yeah. Hey, how's it going? What's up? Is Who is this? Oh, what's up, Jake? How are you? Good. How are you, man? You Justin, little brother? No, I'm Max. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm just. Re- I'm actually recording a podcast. I come here to like talk on the phone. Oh, okay. Because this is uh, two properties down the street. Yeah. No. Yeah. I just. Yeah. I don't think it was a big deal. All right. Cool. Thanks, man. Yep. Uh, what was I saying? Um. So John's got me up against the wall. I'm like, dude, John, go ask Sam. Like, he's in his room. He's watched gay porn. So I messaged Sam before I had said that to him. I was like, whatever John asks you, just go with it. So John marches in there, asks Sam. Sam's like, yeah, dude. Like, I didn't think it was a big deal. It comes out livid. Like, dude, this is like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? I was like, dude, I don't get it. Like, you've never searched up. You've never looked up a guy before, like, on gay porn. Like, you've never looked up a guy. Like, oh, I want to see sex videos with this with this guy, and he's like, I mean, yeah, I've looked up, like, Joey, Joey Cashews, who's, like, the butt doctor, <laughs> I was just, like, <laughs> and then it's, that was, like, the aha, like, bazinga yeah. moment, <laughs> we're, like, we had, like, absolutely never thought it would get to the point where John Maga admits yeah, the butt like, doctor, like, yeah, obviously, none of us, like, when we're looking up porn stars, none of us look up guys, but, like, we got John to confess that he looked up like, yeah, it looks up Johnny Cashew, the butt doctor. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but so then didn't he fucking yeah. show you it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I think we played a lot. Like, oh, yeah, dude. Like, I've never heard of the butt doctor, but like, let me see a video, dude. I think he already had it up. 
I think he already had the fucking video up and he pulled it up and we're like, oh, dude, like, yeah, like, we were fucking around, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, we were just fucking around. Like, we don't actually look up, like, <laughs> male porn stars. Like, yeah, we're like, that's actually kind of fucking weird, bro. <laughs> yeah, like, what the hell's wrong like, with we you? Were all, that's fucked up, bro. Like, the fact you look up and did the whole tide turned. Like, he was getting angry. Like, he was, like, confused and, like, a little upset. But then when we were, like, when everything, he finally, like, confessed, like, what was clearly, like, an inner secret, like, a dark secret, but he felt, like, comfortable, like, oh, I'm not the only one who, like, does this shit, and we were just, like, you know, completely turned the tables, he finally confessed, was like, yeah, Johnny Cash, you're the butt doctor, I'm like, dude, what are you, what are you, gay? Like, like, like an absolute yeah. betrayal. <laughs> so comfortable. And it was just, like, and that's when, like, Rage yeah. against the machine, yeah, bro. And then, it's just like, like Zach is like baffled by that. Like we just convinced him to confess this, and he just hums Zach up against a wall, like throws a chair, like has me backed into a corner. And I'm just laughing hysterically because I'm like, John, like, are you about to swing on me on this? Like, dude, he was close. I could see it in his eyes. Like he was ready to fucking hit me, and he just yells at Zach, like, "Get in your fucking rooms!" So Zach, like, you know, he's. He's not a big confrontation guy, so he goes into his room. He's like, get the fuck out of my house. Get the fuck out of my house. I'm like, yeah. Like, all right, I'm just, I live right upstairs. Like, all right, yeah, like, I'm out of here. Sorry, John. Like, it's all a joke, dude. Even if you do look up Johnny Cash, it's like, I get it. Like, you know. Sorry, Johnny yeah. Cash. It was <laughs> funny because at first it started with, like, I'm like, yeah, dude, we watch gay porn, but I'm not gay. Like, like yeah, I jerk off to dudes, but I'm not, like, gay. I don't see how you could align those two things are completely separate like and he's like dude that's so fucking gay i was like dude i don't like and then finally it comes back around to him being the one who actually looks up fucking male porn stars I'm like dude like you're a homo like you might actually like talk <laughs> <laughs> yeah you you got him fucking good but it's just it's you never expected to no, ever take no. that turn never in your life did you ever think you would hear of Johnny Cashew, the butt doctor. Uh, it was one of those things, too. It was like it was uncomfortable when you realized he was confessing something. And you're like, oh, man, like we either have to ride this joke out to the end or we have to endure like a very awkward moment that's about to come up because it was like the joke has like almost surpassed <laughs> comedy now to where the point is like, yeah, <laughs> yeah this like, is sad. Well, now I'm kind of scared to like tell him that this was all a joke because. That was something, because to him it's not <laughs> yeah, a joke. That it's was a real something he, he was holding on to for some time. But um, I wish I had a fucking chime. But all right, all right, people, thanks for tuning in. We're keeping up with the schedule. Next week, probably another guest. You got the intro to John Maga. We'll talk a lot of Australia when he comes on. If not John Maga, we'll have my boy Estrada on. And we'll have some real good simps and some real good close calls. And that's Trigger all she wrote. Finger out.